Moi, tervetuloa kaikki. Tänään me puhutaan suomen kielestä. Joo, mutta me puhumme englanniksi. Joo. <laughs> You're listening to Foreigners in Finland, a podcast that explores the experiences of people who moved here from abroad. My name is Philippe de Silva. I'm originally from New York, and I'm accompanied by my co-host Jared Luxon from Melbourne, Australia. We talk about why people come here, some challenges foreigners face, and all the incredible things this country has to offer. We hope our discussions help anyone new to Finland get accustomed to life here and bring new perspective to Finns. Today we're talking about everyone's favorite favorite subject, the Finnish language. Learning Finnish. Highly highly requested. <laughs> highly requested, yeah. Today's episode we're going to go through a little bit of our own experience learning the language, talk about some of the resources that you can use here in Finland, how to learn the language itself i think we're going to go through and and maybe make a podcast that would have been at least helpful for me Hmm. before i came to finland sort of learning a bit more about how the finnish language works and what foreigners might do to improve their chances of learning finnish and maybe what Finns can do to make life a bit easier for uh, foreigners hey philippe how did you what was your experience first with learning learning finnish uh well my first word was actually in finnish really yeah so my mother is finnish and she spoke to me uh usually in Finnish yeah. um, but my father was also Portuguese and it was just like a much bigger uh, influence on my life the Portuguese culture at least at that time so it was difficult for me to pick up on the Finnish language I went to Finnish school in Manhattan every other Saturday okay. for six years uh, but even so it was still like quite a bit tough mm. but I moved to Finland three years ago and when I moved here I really didn't speak too much even though I understood a lot uh, But living here and hearing the language every day, taking a few courses and really diving deep into the language really helped me learn. And like now I would say my Finnish language is close to B2, somewhere between B1, B2 um, level. Mm. And then, yeah, it even gave me the opportunity to work here in Finland using the Finnish language. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, it's definitely not an easy one. Even with all this background that I've had, I still found it quite challenging to learn learn the language. Yeah. I mean, it's got the reputation of being a, a challenging language. Yeah. Hey, I'm curious, what was uh, what was Finnish school like in Manhattan? Was it was it very big or what was that like? Um, I always tell people like I just found everyone there like pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> in what way? I don't know. Like it was just like I think for me it was like it was my Saturday off from school and the last thing I wanted to do was like take an hour drive yeah. into the city and then spend six hours inside like school you know I just wanted to be outside yeah. playing football or riding my bike That's something like that but but yeah I mean everyone was nice there it was actually quite big I would say maybe it kind of started off as like a play school you know like when I was younger I would go there I would meet some other Finnish families some other Finnish kids because there was somewhat of a community mm-hmm. Um, because there were no Finnish people around where I lived, like in my town. So I had to go to the city in Manhattan and then there was like mm-hmm. some kind of Finnish okay. community. Okay. And it was nice for my mother too, because she wasn't really like, didn't have a Finnish community there. Um, but yeah, we just learned some of the basics of, of the Finnish language, like read books together, went over some basic grammar, but mostly it was just like hearing the language and like being around other Finnish people. Mm. So that was kind of cool. And there was maybe like, 40 50 students i would say so not like super big but like decent size mm. 
But yeah, what about you, Jared? Like, I think your experience is is quite different, maybe more similar to some most of our listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my experience with uh, Finnish before I came to Finland was uh, absolute zero. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of, of, of course, I had heard Finnish being being spoken uh, by my partner, but I had never tried to learn it really. I did make an inquiry actually in Melbourne to try and find some sort of Finnish classes uh, before I came to Finland to just prep, you know with the basics but i couldn't find any it was very difficult there was almost nothing in in melbourne there is a small finnish community and they actually have they operate like kind of a finnish church that you can go there and buy some finnish candies and some like rye bread and things it's the classics of classics. course <laughs> yeah. finnish rye bread and yeah candy. yeah but they there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of resources to learn finnish so my first experience actually was coming when we started studying at alto and then i took some of the like the beginner classes for finnish there and I can honestly say Finnish is, is tough. It's got the reputation of being a tough language. And from someone who hasn't studied actually a whole lot of different languages before, in Australia, it's probably not our strong suit. We, we generally stick to English unless you have a family connection from a, from a different country. Um, and people sometimes don't take sort of second languages too seriously in school. That didn't help because even when I was going through classes and we were kind of learning about all these different grammatical uh, you know, things, I had to be like, wait, what's that in English again? <laughs> of course, I can speak yeah. in, like English fluently, but if you're not thinking about the grammar on a day-to-day basis, you have to go back and relearn some of those things. Right. So my first experience with Finnish was pretty heavy. Like it, it was difficult. And I think because of that, maybe it took me some time to really like get the motivation to start moving forward. It's difficult to make progress um, right, like right from the start. Um, but I feel like I feel like my I feel like I'm starting to sort of get to the point where the ball's starting to roll now. I don't know my exact level of finish, but I've got enough vocabulary and I know enough grammar that I can follow along with conversation and I can write emails and do kind of basic basic things in Finnish. Yeah. Still got still got a fair way to go. But at least now I feel like I'm, you know, I can feel the progress, which is it's a nice, it's a nice feeling. So for others out there that are just starting the process, stick with it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, it, and it's definitely not the easiest, like first, second language to learn. No. If you haven't practiced and, and learned how to speak another language, Finnish is, is, is it's a, jumping in the deep end. Yeah, right? you're jumping in the deep end for sure. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, as I mentioned, like my father was Portuguese, so I did learn Portuguese and then Spanish as well. So I kind of had a background of learning another language but i'd say that portuguese and spanish were much easier to pick up and learn and they shared a lot of the same vocabulary yeah. whereas in finnish you're there's not a language that's similar to it no. you know they say hungarian is the is the most similar but maybe it's just like some kind of grammatical like formation of mm. some sentences but the vocab is not really the no. same and so yeah you're learning from from absolutely zero absolutely. from scratch but I can say, uh, at least from my side, I also started to study Swedish at the same time that I've been studying Finnish. So if you compare those two, because I think I've been putting about the same amount of effort into both. Coming from English, I mean, Swedish is a more similar language because they have similar vocabulary, similar grammar. You can make a lot more progress with those types of languages. And I suppose that's kind of what you're saying also with the Spanish and the Portuguese. Yeah. So Finnish, it really is, you have to change gears in your head and you have to really get into sort of finish but i think immersing yourself especially if you're here in finland just immersing yourself as much as possible like with finish every day that's when you start to feel those gears change 
and hopefully things become easier. Absolutely. But it's not an easy process. So if, you're, if you're struggling, I, <laughs> I get it. I've been yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe we can start talking about some of the cool things about the Finnish language. Like yeah. for me, um, one of the cool things I think is that there are no gender pronouns. And the funny thing is like there's this whole spoken language that takes place. So there's a written language and a spoken language. And you learn the written language first in, in class, but no one speaks the written language. And basically the spoken language is just, everything is shortened. And then there's a few like slang words thrown in there. But it's funny because when you're referring to human, you don't even say like the pronoun for like the human, you just say it. So for example, you would just say, semeni galpan, and that translates to, it went to the store. You know, like, but Philippe's talking about me. Yeah, <laughs> that that was kind of weird for me. I would say that sentence, but I never really thought about it as if I was saying it went to the store. Mm. But then once I started like learning the language a bit more, I was like, yo, this is kind of this is kind of weird, but it works. It works. And I think, I mean, it's Finland's a reasonably, I would say, pretty progressive country when it comes to gender neutrality. And I think absolutely. Maybe the language has something to do with it. I mean, it enables the fact that you can say something like that and make zero assumptions on any kind of gender. I think it's cool. Yeah, That's abs- a, absolutely. You, you can't really do that in English. It's difficult. You wouldn't call someone it. It's pretty rude. Yeah, it's pretty rude. <laughs> and, and man, you hit the, the nail on the head. Like, that's exactly the point that I was going after. Yeah. It's like the language influences society. Mm-hmm. The, the way we speak to each other, the words that we use, they of course have an influence yeah, on, on everybody so that's that's uh one one interesting aspect yeah. of the finnish language i want to i want to pause for a bit on the spoken language because for me that's something coming from australia we also have quite a lot of slang words and sort of different words that other people might not understand but i think spoken language is is also more than slang because it it influences like every word almost yeah and it, it really becomes something like in finnish if you, if you hear someone speaking in the street and then compared that if they were going to be writing what they were saying down onto a like into a book or something, it is literally two different sentences, completely different. Every word likely will be different because it's every word gets cut in half. And from someone who's trying to learn the language, you start with the sort of full word and you're feeling confident. You go to the shop, you you know, you're gonna say like you're gonna speak Finnish to the shop asset <laughs> to the to the shop attendant, and all of a sudden they say some some words you've never heard before, yeah. and it, it sort of shocks you, but it's because they're using spoken spoken yeah. language. I think that's something people really need to be aware of, both foreigners, but both and then also Finns, because also with Finns it comes naturally. You know, it's you can hear the the connections between the words, but if you're not from Finland, you haven't been speaking Finnish. That it feels like to me two two whole different yeah. languages. Even even though it's just like cutting the end of this the word by a few letters, but it does sound like a different word. I mean, f- what for that you. what that effectively means is that, that you have these different sounding words, yeah, like that are being used all the time. Combined, so yeah. that takes that that takes practice. I would say that's one of the more difficult things about Finnish. Yeah. you start to feel confident with the vocabulary, and then oh god, I have to learn some <laughs> some more vocabulary <laughs> if I actually want to speak to someone. Yeah. So that's a that's an interesting point. One one interesting thing also about Finnish is uh, the spelling. Now, com- coming from English, which is where I'm going to be making most of my comparisons, spelling in English is a bit of a mess. It's super challenging. <laughs> like, even for me, sometimes I'm using spell check all the time. Yeah, I'm going to be the first to admit spelling yeah. is not the strong point of English. No. We have sounds that all sound the same. We have sounds that uh, 
that might, that might sound different depending on silent the words, letters. silent letters, all of this nonsense. Yeah. Finnish, the spelling is easy and simple. A word is written and that's how you say it. That's how you spell it. And I love the fact that when, you are, when you're using someone's name in Finnish, if it's a Finnish name, there's never confusion about how, how it's spelled. If you say someone's name and you say it properly, yeah. everyone knows exactly how to spell that. That's something different to other parts of the world. Yeah, might be a bit more confusing somewhere else, <laughs> especially in the States, Australia, yeah. Yeah. maybe the UK. Yeah. Um, one catch to that, I would say, is like in the Finnish language, there's a lot of double vowels and double consonants. And I always get tripped up on that. Like I might say the word and I think I know how to say it, but maybe I'm pronouncing it incorrectly mm. and i'm not putting an emphasis on double k's instead i just have one k mm -hmm. and that changes the word completely mm. so maybe someone understands what i'm saying in the context mm -hmm. but then if i'm trying to write something it's like i never know okay is it two k's is it one k is it two mm. l's or is it one l yeah and two that, a's and that's really tricky for me and i still struggle with that yeah you know and i think that also that sort of brings me to the point where finnish words are not very static because the way that you could like you construct finished sentences is that you do do all this fancy word bending. Mm. <laughs> For people that don't know what I'm talking about, study some Finnish. You'll 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 get to the word bending. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> and the compound words. The compound words, but uh, the like the K's, the P's, and the T's. For me, it's still a mystery to know like when to use double, when to when to sort of use 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 one. Some of these words bend. Mm. That's something that I'm working on at the moment to improve improve my finish. Yeah. But I would agree with you. It's these double letters, pronouncing them correctly, knowing when they change to single letters. Yeah. That's that's a real trick. For sure. So yeah. Uh one thing about the grammar. So I don't know, we're we're talking a lot about what what things we find challenging in the language. Mm. Uh I don't want to spend too much time on this mm -hmm. but maybe i could just throw out a, f a few more things like the finnish language has 15 different cases um for each word which act as prepositions in the english language so to say that something is in some something or on something or at something but there's 15 different ways to say that so that has always <clears throat> been a challenge for me as well mm -hmm. now it's become much easier you know like everything is just the more you hear it the more you use it the more you practice it's going to get easier but mm. these are kind of like things to look out for and and really focus on because you're using these these different cases constantly yeah and i think one thing i've learned about my my language learning here in finland is that the passive part of learning a language is just as important or i would say even more important than the time spent actively studying because what I've, what I've learned about myself is that I really learn from listening and from hearing people speak and just hearing words again and again. And somewhere in the back of your brain, there's a small mm. part of your brain that's taking, taking notes and, and, and starting to learn how things should be, should be said. And I think that's why if you're, if you're not in Finland right now and you're trying to learn Finnish and you're having a hard time with it, I think if you're going to come here once you get that kind of brain saturation of finish like being around finish every day i think things start to improve and become easier yeah it's hearing the language every day watching some finnish shows with with subtitles mm -hmm. a couple of couple more points from my side that i think make finnish super super interesting and something to watch out for if you're if you're going to be coming here to fin to finland finns can speak quite with like a monotone tone 
I feel like in that was something of a, of a surprise for me and I had to learn that it wasn't so much that the person speaking to me was like <laughs> bored or not interested. Who it's, is this Jared guy? <laughs> maybe, maybe they were bored. It was, it was uh, when, when fins are being neutral, the energy level is neutral. It actually means neutral. I feel like if you're being neutral in Australia or neutral in the States, you're expected to still show a heightened level of energy when you're when you're speaking here in here in finland it's different if you're literally communicating information to somebody there's no expectation there for you to to be especially sort of energetic or change the tone and that's something that i've had to get to get used to because it's it's difficult for me to actually (laughs) listen to these long sentences in finnish very very monotone somehow my brain doesn't tune into it like it like like it should and one more one more point that i can that i can bring out are these super long compound words Compound words are crazy. In Finnish, and there's actually a funny video that I recommend to our uh, listeners from Lauri Markkinen, who plays for the Chicago Bulls over in the oh, yeah, NBA, of reading out some super long Finnish words and then his teammates trying to do the same thing. It's very funny. <laughs> but fin- like Finnish has these very long words the where they squish together all these different words. The problem being is when, you ha- when you're coming from English or a different language, quite often your brain is taught to read the first half of the word and then guess the rest. And that's how you start to read to read quickly. Problem is that doesn't work in Finnish because they've glued four words together into into one. So you have to go through and read each each word as it goes. So that's a that's a final tip for some for some listeners. One tip that I could recommend is that if you do have some Finnish friends, maybe tell them directly that you're trying to learn the Finnish language and that you'd appreciate if they spoke to you in Finnish as much as they could. Uh, I've noticed that even if you try to speak to Finns and your Finnish is a bit broken and you're struggling, it's very easy for them to switch to English just out of, you know, uh, courtesy. I mean, courtesy. they're just trying to be kind to you. Really. Yeah, they're, they're really just trying to like help you out and like make the dialogue easier. And also a lot of Finns enjoy speaking English. Mm-hmm. So it just makes the conversation easier but if you're trying to learn finnish i would definitely not get in the habit of just transitioning to english right away when you're struggling to say one thing because mm. then it becomes much more difficult to actually use the language then you could be hanging around your finnish friends and now you're just speaking english all the time mm-hmm. so i would definitely like recommend talking and like just letting them know if what you're really trying to do is learn the language just to have them speak Finnish to you. Yeah. And most Finnish people love it when a foreigner tries to speak to yeah. speak Finnish. I mean, of course, there's some like exceptions there, but I think on a general level, people are impressed because they know Finland's a small country. They know Finnish is a difficult language. So when a foreigner comes here and shows actually like shows the effort that they're trying to make mm. to actually learn the language, yeah, I think Finns yeah. are generally pretty pretty happy to help you with your yeah. With your with your practice, they definitely appreciate it, yeah. and they get happy, like you uh, said. Like they're, they're like, wow, okay, this guy's this person's actually uh, trying to learn the language, and they know a few things, yeah. so it puts a smile on their face. Yeah, and I think it shows that you're actually committed to you know being a being a foreigner in mm-hmm. Finland because it is easy if you're in a bubble <clears throat> in one of the bigger cities, you can definitely manage with only English. Yeah. Um, depending on your kind of circles and kind of what you want to do, but it's possible to manage. But I think it shows some sort of real interest in the culture and interest in yeah. the country to actually make an effort and go to go and learn. And then the Finns, they definitely reciprocate that. Yeah. I think that's a good rule of thumb. Like 
for any place in the world wherever you go if you're learning at least the basics when you, you go there like people appreciate it as opposed to you not not trying to speak the language at all yeah yeah um any good uh resources you have for people to start learning the language yeah uh i've definitely come across a few good ones in my time here the first one that i would point everyone to is watch tv in finnish because that's one way that you can really start to soak your brain in the in the language and hear different people speaking you know males females it's like for instance if you have a Finnish partner it's quite easy just to become used to the way that your partner speaks mm. but then when someone else speaks in a different way it's it's almost difficult to understand I've been through that so I think using TV is is great and the best resource I have for it is called Geelikolu it's from Ule which is like the national broadcaster of Finland uh, and the best thing about it is that you can watch many of the Ule TV shows they have subtitles and the best thing is you can actually simplify or complicate the subtitles at like according to to your level. So they've gone through and translated the shows in different ways. So it's more easy to understand the subtitles that so they don't translate every word, just the main point. Mm. And then if you don't know a word, you click on the word and it translates it for you in like in the thing. It's, it's wow. great. You don't have to get the phone out and like Google it. It's it's honestly great. And it's a free resource it's, as it's, well. It's free, totally free. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really, really sweet. Yeah feel like i should be using that more often anymore. yeah it's yeah. great so what about you have you found any kind of resources that you've that, that have been helpful for you uh yeah so when i was like taking finnish courses there was this website it's called Uusi Kielime. Uh, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes but it basically has everything about the finnish language uh, broken down into separate sections there's like really good explanations on on what a certain tense is trying to do how to conjugate certain nouns depending on what you're trying to mean it's just like a it's a very organized website i would i would say i think that's the the main value that it gives it's like it's organized so it's easy to go there with a question and find an answer mm. i've actually used yeah. that website too and i think it's great because quite a lot of the finnish textbooks that i've been exposed to they have a lot they don't well, they don't have a lot of uh, explanations about the rules. They practically demonstrate the rules and then they give you exercises for how to practice it. But there's not generally a, a lot of exp explanations and quite a lot of Finnish textbooks only have Finnish inside of it. So if right. you're already struggling to understand Finnish, but you really want to understand a piece of a gram like a grammatical rule, this website is clutch. I definitely recommend it too. Exactly. Yeah. You, you explained it perfectly yeah couldn't have said it better <laughs> <laughs> hey one 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 more thing that comes to mind i'm not sure if you use this uh but there's uh also from ule they have selkosuomi ultiset uh, yeah. so it's like easy that translates to like easy finnish news and it means you can listen to the news what's happening every day uh but they speak slowly they speak clearly they don't use sort of spoken language too much um and they also have articles you can access also written in sort of easy finish and it's much nicer to be reading about the news and having to go to the library and getting a children's book <laughs> somehow sure. somehow it, it's it's a bit Absolutely. less like degrading as an adult to yeah. uh, just be uh reading the news yeah. rather than going in the fairy tales yeah and it's a nice way to like stay up to date on what's going on in in finland and and yeah keep up with the news so if you were to give one tip for someone who's coming to finland and wants to learn finnish what would that what would that be uh I think you should think about why you want to learn the language. If you can remember why you're doing something, you're going to be able to stay motivated to actually like push through and, and 
take the steps that you need to do to learn the language and find the process enjoyable, you can really get by in Finland without speaking Finnish. Mm. Like there are possibilities to do that. Mm. So I think it's important to know that, mm. especially if you're coming here just to study temporarily. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there is that much reason or motivation to properly learn the language and devote your time mm. and resources to mm. that. But what I will say is that if you think there's a chance that you're going to stay here, learning the Finnish language definitely opens up more opportunities, especially for work. Because a lot of jobs here in Finland, their main focus is still Finnish clients. And when you're working with Finnish clients, you need to learn the language. So maybe I think it'd be important to think about your why. Why do you want to learn the language? If you really have a reason, maybe it's easier to pick up a Finnish book and and read it or Mm. go to your Finnish class and do your Finnish homework. I think like there's not one secret thing that you do and you learn the language it's it takes a lot of work um definitely try and listen to the language as much much as possible whether that's through music tv shows reading talking to your friends having like emphasizing to your friends like hey like please speak finnish to me um and and taking some finnish courses of course Mm. like if you can If you have the opportunity, which there are many opportunities in Finland, if you're studying here, if you're in university, almost all universities have Finnish courses that you can take. Um, They also have schools outside of university for foreigners if you're trying to learn. I mean, there's education centers that you can go during during the summer. They run courses. The other thing which I have found out recently is that there's even a government-supported program where you can start to take classes with an employer, meaning that if you're coming here to work in in Finland, you can express to your employer that you want to improve your Finnish and that employer can actually get some, like they don't have to pay the whole course. It actually, it's supported by the government. So I think I agree with that. I think there's heaps of opportunities to to learn. You have to go out and find them, but they're there. And if I was to give kind of one, one piece of advice to people, it would be to try to immerse your brain in, in Finnish as, as much as possible. And what I, I, that's the only way that you're going to start to learn some of these more difficult things to do with the spoken language, which it, they don't often teach you too much spoken language in classes. Mm. You really have to just listen to people speaking and sort of pick it up like that. So, But yeah, thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of Foreigners in Finland. Uh, make sure to check out the resources in the show notes. There, there'll be a link there. And yeah, see you in the next one. See you in the next one, guys.